doctors do amazing work. Mm -hmm. Doctors save lives, literally, right? And if you're drowning at sea, don't send me a swim coach. I don't need to know how to do the crawl more efficiently. (laughs) I need... I need someone that's going to rescue me. I need a life coach. It's similar, like if you get in a car accident, don't send me to a CrossFit gym, right? right? Yep. If you have stage four cancer, don't send me to a CrossFit gym. But the preventative actions, learning to swim, don't. I don't want a lifeguard. They're not there. I want a swim coach. Right. Teach me how to swim. It's the same thing in this world. If you want to learn to live a better, healthier life, that's not the doctor's jobs. Doctors aren't schooled in that. Mm-hmm. Doctors know how to fix problems, either acutely, like surgery, yep. or over time with medication. And now we're starting to turn the page where some doctors in the medical profession, really forward thinking, mostly them coming from the CrossFit community mm-hmm. or functional medicine side of things, where they're trying to pull back the curtain and ask the questions, why? Yep. What confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best efforts is enough. Hello, Ben. Hi, Patrick. That's literally the only way I know how to start this podcast. I know. It's it's been consistent. It has been. I'd like to say it's on purpose, but it's not. Um, Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that we were just chatting about, and I thought it was funny, and it's the fact that you and I have not been to the doctor in quite a while and not together obviously we would call the doctor <laughs> together um but individually we haven't done that in we a real that long in time a um so i'm curious i know sort of i mean i know sort of my reasons but for somebody uh, in your position obviously thinks uh, about health thinks about fitness thinks about wellness as much if not more than um the average person i'm curious your reasons why that's not high on the list of priorities yeah it's a good question um the first piece to it is I haven't gotten sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a need to go. Um, the other side of that is I I know where I stand on most of my health markers. Okay. Um, because yeah. you've had like blood drawn and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, so I've had, I've had blood drawn. Um, I, I know, I don't feel like I'm at risk of getting sick. Okay. Is is the bottom line behind yep. it. The the lifestyle and the um the proactive approach that I and when I say I I'm, I mean we and everyone else that trains the way that I do and the way I live, we collectively are crushing it. Mm-hmm. We're we're crushing it. It's it's there's not a need to go there for um I'm not saying go to, don't go to your doctor, but really I feel like <laughs> Uh, we're doing a really good job. Okay. And the, the idea behind this is, if you think of um, you know, the way Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, laid this out, is there's that continuum, the spectrum. On one side of the spectrum, you have sickness. Mm-hmm. right? On the other side, you have fitness. In the middle, there's wellness. And that's what everyone else is aspiring to. Everyone's aspiring to be well, and including your doctors. And the doctors hope that you are well. Mm-hmm. And that's what the medical community has told us. Wellness is the absence of disease. Okay, so in their definition, every single person in a nursing home is is well. Because mm-hmm. they don't have diseases. They went to the nursing home not because of dementia and diabetes and Alzheimer's. That's, you go to, but maybe, but yeah. but because they lost the function 
functionality of their lives. They can't get themselves dressed off the toilet, grab something off the shelves or cook for themselves. And if they fall down, they can't get back up. Like the absence of disease thing is the, we're, we're brushing the surface in my mind of what well should be. Mm-hmm. That's not even, we're not even close to that. What we're saying is wellness is, is the middle. Well is average and we want to be thriving, not surviving. So if you go to your doctor, they're going to give you, they'll do like a little panel of you and they'll give you your triglycerides and your resting heart rate and your blood pressure and your fasting glucose and um, A1C and all these different different metrics, right? And what they'll do is in their minds or they'll actually tell you, and maybe they even graph it out, they'll say, okay, your fasting glucose is, um, is 90, 95. And they're done. The conversation's over at that because you fall into the well category. Mm -hmm. But if you have a fasting glucose of 160, they're going to have a real conversation with you. You're going to have some major issues coming down the pipeline very, very quickly. That's an outlier. And the same thing is if your fasting glucose is 60, they're going to be like, like, Patrick, what are you doing? They're curious, right? Right. So if you're well, you don't get a conversation. If you're an outlier on either side, you get a conversation. You got some issues, you have to listen to me. Or on the other side, it's you're doing some pretty phenomenal things. What are you doing? <laughs> Tell me what you're doing so I can share it with some other people. Right. And that's the same thing for your body fat. Okay. So if you have, if you're a guy and you're above 30% body fat, you're edging towards sickness. You might not be sick today, but it's coming for you. I don't know if it's next week, next year, or next decade, but you can't live a healthy life at plus 30% body fat. You just can't. It's obesity. If you're 20, they're not having a conversation with you. They're not asking what you're doing. They're not saying like, hey, we got to have a heart to heart. If you're under 10%, they're like, dude, you super lean. What you doing? Right. Right. And it's the same thing for every single thing that we track. Now, here's the crazy thing is. It's the same thing when you get outside of those traditional health biomarkers. It's the things that we measure every single day inside of a CrossFit gym. What's your deadlift? What's your mile time? How many burpees can you do in a minute? So we have sickness, wellness, and fitness for mile times. If you can't run a a mile in under 13 minutes, you have problems. There's going to be something down the road that's going to come and get you. Mm -hmm. If you run an eight minute mile, nobody's talking to you. No one's saying you got to fix something. No one's saying like, what you doing? If you run a sub six minute mile, they're talking to you. What you doing? Because you're fit. It's the same thing with your deadlift. If you can't deadlift half of your body weight, you have major issues, right? You can't pick your dog up to get in the car. You can't pick up a bag of loam at Home Depot. There's major things that are going on that are interfering with your everyday life. If you can deadlift one and a half times your body weight or one to one and a half times your body weight, nobody's really asking anything, right? If you can deadlift twice your body weight, be like, dude, you fit. Like, what do you do? Yep. If you can do, if you can't do five, six, eight burpees in a minute, like you got issues, right? We can't get off the ground effectively. If you can do somewhere in that like 15 to 20 burpees a minute, no one's talking to you. If you can do 25, 30, 35 burpees in a minute, dude, what you doing? You fit. So here's the thing is like every single day we work out, we do measurable, observable, repeatable data. There's a score to it. We want to know how much you lift, how far to go, how long it take you to get there. That score every single time is a measure not only of your fitness, but this all-encompassing thing, this spectrum, sickness, wellness, fitness, that all-encompassing spectrum is called health. Mm -hmm. We are taking your health markers every single day. 
And you don't need to go to the doctors to figure this out because if you have, if you can run a five minute mile, if you can deadlift twice your body weight, if you can do 35 burpees in a minute, guess what? I also know you're not 30% body fat. Right. And because I know that, I also know your fasting glucose is not 140. Because I know that, I also know your resting heart rate is not 95. Your everything tracks together. Now there might be an outlier or two a little bit, but generally things like the things that are more hereditary based, yep. like you know your lipid profiles, your cholesterol and stuff like that. Maybe it's your ability to store iron or something in your body. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, the major health markers all trend together. So if you come to us and say, my doctor says I need to get fit, I don't need to see the health profile. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see it. What I can do is I can do a fitness assessment mm -hmm. and find out where your health is. And all I have to do is track your pull-ups, your deadlifts, your Fran time, your mile time, and what your 2K row is, make you a more formidable human being, and your health gets better. Mm -hmm. That reminds me, or the the whole conversation reminds me of I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Coach Glassman's or if he took it from somebody else or, or where it came from, but the idea of uh, CrossFit affiliates and coaches being a lifeguard and doctors being oh no and did I get that right? Being swim coaches, so, yeah, affiliate and doctors, and affiliate being, owners and coaches are swim are affiliate owners and coaches are swim coaches, correct? And doctors are lifeguards, right? And the theory behind that is doctors do amazing work. Mm -hmm. Doctors save lives, literally, right? And if you're drowning at sea, don't send me a swim coach. I don't need to know how to do the crawl more efficiently. <laughs> right. I need I need someone that's going to rescue me. I need a life coach. It's similar, like if you get in a car accident, don't send me to a CrossFit gym, right? right? Yep. If you have stage four cancer, don't send me to a CrossFit gym. But the preventative actions, learning to swim, don't I don't want a lifeguard. They're not there. I want a swim coach. Right. Teach me how to swim. It's the same thing in this world. If you want to learn to live a better, healthier life, that's not the doctor's jobs. Doctors aren't schooled in that. Mm -hmm. Doctors know how to fix problems, either acutely, like surgery, yep. or over time with medication. And now we're starting to turn the page where some doctors in the medical profession really forward thinking, mostly them coming from the CrossFit community, mm -hmm or functional medicine side of things, where they're trying to pull back the curtain and ask the questions, why? Yep. So you're you know, hypertensive, you have a skin rash, you have foggy brain, and you have um, IBS or digestive issues. Most uh, traditional doctors say, here's six different prescriptions for those six different ailments. Mm -hmm. A functional medicine practitioner will say, okay, let's try to take, let's take some blood panels and let's figure out why this might be happening. Let's figure out if you have some intolerances. Let's see if you have some holes in your nutrition game. Let's see if it's stress related or if you're not sleeping. What a CrossFit coach does is says, let's get you better at deadlifts, mm -hmm. thrusters, pull-ups, running, rowing, and jumping. And guess what's going to happen? Everything else will improve. Everything else is going to improve <clears throat> because they're all measures of the same thing and everything tracks together. Yep. You can't have... Uh, that you can't have if genetic environmental like traumatic that you can have these other things yep. but generally speaking for the 85 percent of us these things all tend to track together pretty seamlessly mm -hmm. as you lose weight get leaner your mile time comes down so do your your triglycerides fall in line so does your cholesterol so does your resting heart rate mm -hmm. it's all measures of the same thing which is health 
what people don't realize is what we're doing inside CrossFit. And when we do, and why I talk about this so passionately, is that I'm I'm trying to get people to live longer, healthier, more productive lives, not get people to compete better in the open. Right. You know, that and and full disclosure, that was my goal and my I was very passionate about it. 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, I saw this as a competitive sport. Mm-hmm. And I was here because I was competitive and I wanted to beat the person next to me. I still want to do that, but it's reserved for a few people for me now. Now, when somebody walks in the doors of my gym, it's l- literally the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. And what's first and foremost is, okay, you're get- coming to me. It's now on my responsibility to make sure that you are living a more fulfilled, happy, healthy life where you are going to be a benefit and in addition to your family when you're in your 70s and 80s, not a hindrance and something that is a pull and a tug and that you have to be taken care of. How often do you talk to members and, or you know um, non-CrossFit athletes about this idea, this, this notion of we're measuring these things and they're not just because we want you to be faster at doing Fran or not just because it's fun to have a heavier yep. deadlift. How, how often are you talking to people about that transference of value from the gym to everything else? Um, a lot, but probably still not enough. Yeah. Um, we pro- I probably talk to them about once a month formally yep. about that. It's part of our on-ramp process that we talk to members as they come in the door. We have different fitness uh, programming tracks yep. To allow us to have that conversation with people, yep. are you here? Be- and by the way, if you want to compete, good on you. Yeah, like nothing that. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, we have a programming track for that. If you're here for the longevity play and health and wellness and looking good naked, guess what? We got something for you as well. And they're all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's all functional movements at high intensity that are constantly varied. It's just the 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 the, the minutiae is in the details, yep. right? There's yep. little tweaks here or there. Yep. The other side of that is everything we talked about is about this. So when I'm not talking about this, but I'm talking about nutrition, I'm talking about this. When I'm talking about how to lower your stress levels, I'm talking about this. When I'm talking about how to have better connection and um, relationships in your lives, I'm talking about this. It's all health, right? So it's I I really am... um, big on the fact that we are not a strength and conditioning gym. That's mm-hmm. just not what we do. What we do is we improve people's lives. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be a better dad, if you want to be a better soccer coach, if you want to be a better employee, if you want to be a better, name it, CrossFit competitor or skier, or whatever it might be, what we have is a vehicle to get you there. And the vehicle is constantly very functional when it's performed at relatively high intensity. We know it works mm-hmm. and it carries with it so many other things. The other stuff we can put on that sliding scale is not only the metrics you get from the doctor, not only the numbers you get from your, your CrossFit workout, it could be other things too because these things tend to track as well. What's the quality of your relationships? Mm-hmm. How much patience do you have? What's your overall stress? How are you sleeping? How's your sex life? Mm-hmm. Like all those things tend to track together. It's no, it's no mystery that the people that have it, yep. have it. Yep. And the people that don't, miss it all. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, I imagine you do, but do you have doctors here at the gym who you've had these kinds of conversations? I know, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I, I can name one or two of the doctors, but I'm curious what, what this conversation looks like from their side. Do you have any sense of that perspective? Yeah. Um, most of them are, are like, um, spot on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, a few of them are like, we're trying, this is getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
um, very few are defensive minded mm -hmm. at all because they see the limitations and the frustrations that they've had in their practice. The average doctor visit in the United States lasts eight minutes long. Mm -hmm. And the average practitioner has 2,500 people that go to that doctor. Yep. That is, and the, the insurance companies are pushing them to see as many as they possibly can in a setting. Mm -hmm. So what, eight minutes is long enough for me to like, quickly take your shirt off, okay, <laughs> breathe heavy, yeah. cough, you know, and tell me what's going on. Okay, here's four and, different medications yeah. and here's how to take these, go get these filled. And um, if you have any really bad adverse reactions, call us, yep. otherwise, Hopefully this works. That's, I mean, yeah. that's the doctor's visit, unfortunately. <clears throat> now, as I said, like there are some re phenomenal doctors and phenomenal nurses and some functional medicine practitioners that are changing the face of medicine for the better. And it those people are so valuable to us and as people that I look up to and I ask questions about, because mm -hmm. this is not my world. Right. I don't know if someone has psoriasis and um some sort of like foggy brain and ibs issue i don't know what the deal is but right. these guys can figure that stuff out much better than i can mm -hmm. my job is let's take care of all the low-hanging fruit right right which is let's get you more capacity in your life and that comes up hugely you know from all those things time to take you know doctors like a bad doctor to me prescribes medication an okay doctor says um, you need to exercise and move better. Now, most of them don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. And they've been prescribing it for the last 30 years and we're getting unhealthier and unhealthier and unhealthier. The really good ones say, why? Like, mm -hmm. why is this happening? And I know it's probably a function somewhere in terms of like not eating well and not moving well. And maybe it's the other factors of health with sleep and relationships or whatever it is. But the really good ones are prescribed, are, are sending people to CrossFit gyms. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing because these are the lifeboats. These are the things that are taking sick people and making them better. Mm -hmm. The stories now are everywhere. Yeah. Every CrossFit gym has the story of the, the cancer person, the obese person, the diabetic, the person that loses 100 pounds, the person that goes from miserable or an alcoholic to thriving in life. It's like what we're doing with these 13,000 lifeboats is it, it it's revel it's a it's a revolution like it's to put it like in big big scope terms you know whether you want to call it like the agricultural revolution where all of a sudden we don't have to forage for our food you know where we can sit and like store it and we've created shelf life to food to the industrial revolution which now we have you know steam engines and we can have jobs everywhere cuz factory workers to the technological revolution, to the connectivity and the information everywhere, we are in the midst of a, call it you want, is it fitness, is it medical, is it health revolution? It's being changed. And it's, to me, it's like Greg Glassman could not have come at a better time in yeah. history, right? It's the biggest epidemic that we've ever faced up there with the Black Plague. Seven out of 10 humans are dying now because of chronic disease chronic meat it's behavioral mm -hmm. not environmental right? <clears throat> we can change it and it happened to come at this time where everything like the medical community was ready for a change and all the information is out for everybody in this viral community where information spreads so fast mm -hmm. it's like it was the perfect storm yep how do you as a as a crossfit affiliate owner how do you make that 
something proactive versus something reactive where you're waiting for the medical community to say, I need to be sending more people to the gym and not to yeah. the pharmacy. Is there anything you can do or is it we wait and we wait and we do our job and we and it happens when as fast as it happens? So I'm, the approach I'm taking is bottom up. Yep. I am not going to the government. Greg Glassman's doing this. I am not. I'm not going to the, the government. I'm not going to our schools. I'm not going to our hospitals and trying to change policy. That's not what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and change the patients. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and change the students. I'm going to try and change the parents. And from there, hopefully that they have a more enlightened and educated view about what's really going to move the needle. And then from there, they start talking to the people they know. Yep. I, I don't think this is going to happen from the top down. Mm -hmm. The For medical schools to rewrite their textbooks, you know what kind of like, that is a huge endeavor. Forget mm -hmm. about rewriting it. Mm -hmm. What they have to do before they rewrite it and say like, okay, our view on cholesterol, it turns out cholesterol doesn't come from saturated fat. For them to do that, it's this omission that the last 50 years of what we've been teaching is wrong. Yep. That's all, it's, it's like trying to turn a cruise ship, yep. right? Instead of trying to turn a cruise ship, I'm going to instead go to every single, as many members, the 400 members I have, the mm -hmm. 400 people on the cruise, be like, hey, this thing's not turning around. <laughs> but while we're waiting for this thing to turn around, which might not happen until your kids mm -hmm. are on the cruise ship, here's a different approach. Mm -hmm. And here's maybe a more you know, educated, scientific, real world approach that we have empirical evidence to mm -hmm. show that this is the real deal. And then you put them on a lifeboat and you go in another That's direction. right. Yeah. Yes. And then the, exactly. And we, Good, Patrick. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. You, we don't try to change the cruise ship. That's yeah. such a better analogy. <laughs> we put them on lifeboats. Yes. All right. Wrap it up there. Yeah, that's great. That was awesome. Thanks, Thank you. Buddy.